This is the king of Wakanda. This is T'Challa, the Black Panther. Thank you for tuning in to the world's favorite podcast, Oklahoma's most illustrious podcast, Wakanda's favorite podcast, The Elijah Bailey Show. Wakanda forever, Elijah Bailey Show forever. Thanks for downloading The Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com. And here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. The Elijah Bailey Show is a podcast that is sponsored by Black and Studios, Oklahoma's premier podcast production studio. To start your podcast journey today, visit them at www.blackandstudios.com or send them an email to podcast at blackandstudios.com. If you enjoy all their podcasts, including this one, then follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at Black and Studios. Remember, it's Black and. The Elijah Bailey Show is also sponsored by... Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Elijah 5000. Today, I've got a special offer for you. If you like wearing badass shirts, original themes from pop culture, comic book, and anime culture from original artists, then use our promo code at checkout at www.riptapparel.com. Promo code Elijah Bailey Show gives you a 10% discount, so you're paying less than anyone else. Make sure to go get your shirt, look cool as hell, and stay ripped. <laughs> That's how you got to do it. You got to yeah. let them know. But we are back. Oh, do sorry. it. No, do it. I'm Rick feeling Flair on the sorry on the drip. Yeah, I'm still drip, feeling drip, like drip, Rick Flair. Drip, drip, drip. Rick, let's do that before anything. Rick Flair came back from whatever fucking thing put him in the hospital. This motherfucker got his suits back. He got his watches back. He got his bitches back. And but she does like the bitches. He does like the bitch. Even though he's faithful now, he lo- he loves. Is he the faithful? Bi- yeah. Dude. Oh, okay. My bad. I know he be going in and out the relationships. Uh, I still <laughs> don't think he's married, but I think he's found a soulmate. Okay. It doesn't matter anyway because he's dripping all over you bitches. So shout out to Ric Flair. But a three, a two, a one, in. The Nile River. Oh, we already did the Nile River. We did. We did. In the tombs. <laughs> I was like, this is sounding familiar. In the tombs of Egypt. Mm. Some white folk went in there. Speaking of Egypt, oh, speaking gonna, of that, okay. uh, Chris Carroll came on to, uh, he did oh, his yeah. show, yeah. and which is the newest show of the Black Studios family, yep. Brain Box. Brain Box. A podcast for your nougat Noggin. Noggin. Nougat <laughs> noggin. But anyway, Whatever. he was talking about there's this uh, Egyptian restaurant over there off of May and, um, or Penn and Memorial called Yummy Mummy. Yummy Mummy. He said it's really good. That could be taken too many ways. Like, uh, okay, what? how old are the bitches you got there? Mummy. Mummy. Mm-hmm. That's what you say? But anyways, back to what you were saying. Some white people came down in the tombs. White people came down in the tombs just like that white man. Hit some booby traps. Jurassic Park. No, they hit some booby he traps. He hit some titty traps. Ooh. And... Upon the relics, they found several locks just sitting there in a rubber band. <laughs> and they took them back to the lab. Then they also found a faded mohawk. It's like just, it's just as raggedy as shit. <laughs> but they took that back to the lab and they scanned it. They went to 23andMe and all the other ancestral fucking websites and programs and communities and companies. And they said, we want to figure out what this is. And today we have the the results. It was what has now come to be the living prophet Elijah 5000 and the merciless mercenary of Wakanda, 
the Buckety, the Elijah mm. Bailey show. That's what they found. Yes. They found remnants of our show in the past, which and we're doing right now. Thank you all for joining in today. Bam. I know thank it's been, I feel like we were off, were we off schedule? <sighs> well, I guess yes, we're still we off get, schedule. Yeah, Jay we're still off schedule. Yeah, <laughs> which is becoming kind of kind of norm for us. But yeah, we uh, we missed a week, and then we came back, uh, recorded with Monica Robinson, where we talked about Dragon oh, Ball yeah, Super One Twenty Eight because yeah. Dragon Ball Super was off for a week, and anime and all the the stuff that she likes, the shows, you know, it had to be about Monica and voice acting, the vivacious vixen <laughs> of voice acting. And now we are back here because you've seen Black Panther, yes. I've seen Black Panther. Yes. And we're going to talk, we're going to spoil some parts of it and, and give you an update of where Black Panther is because I didn't, I expected this to do really fucking well, but not this goddamn well. Black Panther, well, we'll get into it in the show, but we're also going to take a look since Dragon Ball Super is back and re- review the show live with you with our personal commentary over 129 of Dragon Ball Super, um, which. There's some things that threw me off about it just because they had two different working titles for it. Mm-hmm. Even though they had that week off, I think production got fucked up. But uh, before we get into the show, again, thank you guys for watching on Twitch. Uh, hit that heart button. Follow. I'm back on schedule, so there'll be days where I'm just gaming and days where there are just podcasts, uh, reruns of the podcast. Again, Sunday or Monday, depending on the post that you see on our Twitter page or Instagram, which is at Elijah Bailey show without the W on the end or the official Elijah Bailey show page. That'll let you know if we have to move a show and what day we will go ahead and record it, which I put those posts out for you. Uh, for everybody out there listening, thank you guys for making this a global uh, podcast. I want to say that we're giants now, global icons and national treasures. I feel like... <sighs> Because I will say you are. I'm, I'm not no, there No, don't. No, There's there no yet. Elijah Bailey I'm show without not there Elijah yet. Bailey and wow. Richard Taplin. Excuse me, but no. me, 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 Richard Taplin, a.k.a. the Buckasee, is not there yet. So, <laughs> not so, yet. No. Uh, we... No. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining. Thank no. you guys for downloading, for sharing. Uh, Devin Green actually told people that this was uh, a great podcast for people to listen to. You know, the Okie Geeks finally coming around. They're not trying to take over the show anymore but uh before we get started this right here if you're going to talk about black panther you got to have some black water which tastes like regular water and is overpriced but it's worth it is it i want to say that but not really okay but i feel like since we're doing black panther show got to have some black water but with that being said the most illustrious podcast in the game the Elijah Bailey Show, Oklahoma's favorite podcast. It's bringing it to you hot, bringing it to you black, and bringing it to you ultra instinctively right now. Hey, I am your king now. <laughs> uh, I just want to sit here and just... T'Challa was his name He was born into fame Richard didn't have a brain It took you too fucking long To go see Black Panther It did, because it was upset We're upset, it took you too long To go see Black Panther, man Yeah, it's schedule, man Scheduling Wife, kids, schedule Bam, back seat, Black Panther Front seat 
front seat. I wish it was that easy. It's easy. And it's greasy. It is hella greasy. <laughs> hella and dry. Greasy. Have you ever ate something that was greasy and dry at the same time? Yes. And that shit makes you feel like a fuck. Man. Like, that's all you like. Mm, I'm a nasty Hey, man, fuck I looked right at my now. pants. It was drip dripping on my pants. I'm like, uh, it's still so dry. It's lemon pepper from lemon Park pepper. Avenue Club in Dallas. I need to redo y'all's recipe. Redo. It's good fucking... for if you're just completely wasted because everything's good. <laughs> y'all's mozzarella cheese sticks on point. Lemon pepper wings. Not there. That reminds They might have had Paula Deen in the background because <laughs> she didn't have her slaves working for us. So uh, we are back with episode 116 of the Elijah Bailey Show here to talk about Black Panther and episode 129 of Dragon Ball Super. And before we start anything, you had something that you wanted to tell me. Oh, yeah. So yeah, go yeah, ahead and yeah, drop yeah. that. You will be glad to know. As you know, I, was, I went out town this past weekend. Yeah. Um, I ran... A mile and a half. Ooh. Saturday morning. I ran, jogged, I guess. No, it's okay. Because um, okay. you moved a mile I, and I half. moved a yeah. mile and a half on a treadmill <sighs> Friday morning. I said, uh, then I, said I went I back cry. Sunday morning. And did it again? A mile, well, about 1.1 mile. <sighs> yes, yes, yes. There we go. Uh, if yes. you guys are not, did, clap your hands for this man. When's the last time that you ran? Well, last time we ran. <laughs> oh shit! We now, I've, I've sprinted like no, that doesn't. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. Because no. we were, I don't know how many years ago that was. That was about three years ago. But we were running around Edmond, like down, up and down the block for Which a certain like number two, of pounds, two and a half miles. Yeah, so uh, that's good, man. Like I have every day for the last uh, week, I picked up my cardio, so I'm I'm on the elliptical doing an hour and a half, nice. and then I get off and I do uh, my ab work. I'm doing military, like, the way that I train people for if they fail their PT test is uh, you do diamond push-ups till uh, fatigue, 30-second rest, standard push-ups to fatigue, and then 30 seconds, and then you do wide. And you do that for three rounds. Once that gets easy, then you go, you add a fourth one in because mm. by the time you go, if you're just now joining the military, you should be able to do at least 80 push-ups straight through, standard push-ups. Uh, if you failed your PT test, we got to get your ass up. You need to do, like, 100, 120. So I've been doing that, and then... Hmm. I think 25 pull-ups, uh, and then I'm adding squats in because I, I, I – Got to keep the leg game strong. Oh, the booty game. Booty booty game strong. Booty butt cheeks. Because when I fucked up my leg – What's crucial? At work. <laughs> we were doing a whole bunch of lower body shit, like with the total gym and all that shit Chuck Norris had. My wife's like, you need to thank your physical therapist. Your butt's looking good. And I was like, bitch. <laughs> said, okay, I'm going to thank him. And then you know what? Motherfucker was doing them squat, squeezing them cheeks every yes, day. Yes. So I'm I'm ready to get back. I'm ready to finish this room in the garage that we're converting over. Mm-hmm. For I can pull out all the weight equipment. Everything's yeah. put up right now. Now you know what I have been thinking about doing some CT shit. Taking my 45 pound bar. I have like seven, eight hundred pounds worth of like plates at the house. So mm-hmm. I'm, I can't leave them outside because it rains. I don't want to, yeah. you know, you, rust them up. Yeah. So I'm gonna leave them. Like, I'm either going to put them in the game room or in the laundry room, which is right across. Like, as soon as you can step up out of the laundry room, you can go outside. And I'm going to do my deadlifts and, and front squats and shit like that out back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dogs have finally made it to the point to where. And, and I got to give a shit. They don't watch the show. They're fucking dogs. But <laughs> Chewie and Kylo turned two years old yesterday, dude. That's fucking Happy crazy. Birthday. Happy birthday. Two-year-old badass Happy motherfucking birthday. dog. And then Chewie got his ass whooped because 
Another dog. He's still too. <laughs> okay, quick story. We have neighbors. Don't know if they're selling drugs. Don't know what the fuck they're doing. But the cops are over there, like, in the backyard, like. Oh, uh, searcher, searcher. Yeah. And so that gate uh, on their house is open. So a pit bull came in, and my dogs are outside. Well, Chewy. With the cops? No. This oh, is okay. a separate day. Like, okay. <laughs> nobody's ever really at that house. But the dog comes in, and Chewy likes to play. You know, with other dogs. So he just hops the fence. I'm like, God damn it. Like, we have already invested, like yesterday, invested into getting our fig- our fence done because he can just ride over. No, Everything that I put up, he can just jump right over. So, mm. But, yeah, yeah, he celebrated his birthday with an ass whooping in the cage. Like, y'all thought it was, you, you fucking turn up the heat. It's about to be hot in this bitch. But um, let's get started, dude. Let's, uh, let me get a uh, a traditional, oh, you know what? Let's just go ahead and take a commercial break to start off because once we come back, we'll open up the duffel bag, then get into Black Panther. Yes. And then we'll take another break and we'll get into Dragon Ball Super because we have to divide these segments up because that's how fucking awesome they are. So thank you guys. And we'll be right back from this pause for the cause. Do, 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 do. Beach trips, swimming, fireworks, and the time to fire up the grill. What's the last thing you need to round out your summer vacation episode? That's right, watermelons. Celebrate your summer with us and get your Bit-O-Melons two for the price of one. Because if there's one thing that makes a beach episode famous, it's the melons. Welcome to the adventures of Splacatel, or the AOS Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Buck. And this is Tony. And we are a video game podcast, giving you all the update video game releases that are coming out that you need to know, and the video game news that we want you to know. Follow us on Facebook, Black and Gaming Network, and Twitter and Instagram at Black and Gaming. You can also find this podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, by searching the AOS Podcast. Oh, we are back. Mm, somebody's yeah. gotten good. <laughs> I do what I can. I see it. I see you. Uh, sneaky, sneaky. It's a gift. It's You're a gift. Sneaky, sneaky. There's more than just that Black Panther promo because I had to call Chaswick Boldman and be like, "Hey, could you, uh, <laughs> you know, do this promo for you mind us?" Hooking us up. Yeah. So go ahead and unzip the duffel bags. And like I said before, we were talking about the February 16th, 2018 release of the very first, it's not even the first all black movie, but the first black directed black superhero movie that has grossed to date, only been out three weeks, one billion fucking dollars. Damn. One billion dollars now. Damn, is uh, one billion dollars. I just can't wrap my head around that because we've had all these other movies. We talked about you know what the budget was for that movie. Two hundred million dollars. Mm. Two hundred million, and this motherfucker three weeks out has made one billion dollars, highest grossing Marvel movie ever. Motherfuckers were dressing up 
in African garb, trying to you know, act like they were in Wakanda, just like you would for a Star Wars movie, just like you would for Harry Potter, just like you would for all these other movies and films that haven't made this much movie over the time that they've been out. Mm. They haven't made that much money for these movies for the time that they've been out. So $200 million budget they gave Ryan Coogler, who did Fruitville Station with Michael B. Jordan, who also did uh, Creed, and and uh, Michael B. Jordan now is going into Creed 2 because it's going to be a trilogy. Uh, and they right after the film came out, I think halfway through the first week, they already want to do a sequel for Black Panther. It will only make sense that even if they didn't have a plan for the story, uh, like they have for Iron Man, all of them. Yeah. It makes. I mean, what it doesn't make sense not to as a business move to do a sequel, a sequel to yeah. a made a movie that made you over and, a billion dollars. And I was talking to um, in three weeks. Yeah, I was talking to my wife about this too. Like DC's formula, and we talked about how trash their shit is. As far as you know, we're gonna do Man of Steel, and then the next Superman movie is not really a Superman movie. It is a like trilogy. It's a, you get to see Wonder Woman, you get to see Batman. You have the big bad, and then we show you clips of the Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg, and next movie out is Justice League, or I guess it's Wonder Woman Wonder then Justice Woman, yeah. League. Marvel. Ten years ago, Marvel set out with this plan. Kevin Feige has this deal. I keep seeing shit like 2029 of what titles they're going to have up because, you know, like you said, they're getting ready to change the characters up. They're getting older. Contracts are expiring. Plus, they're going to follow the regime of comic books after this Infinity Wars. But they started with Iron Man. Then it was Captain America, the Thor. Hulk, Thor, and then it was Iron Man 2. And there was time in between. It doesn't seem that Warner, DC, whoever has the rights to DC's titles – they don't want to wait. They want to put a new movie out every year. Because they feel like they can't wait. Because they're, they, they, they're, they're trying to do what a lot of video games did when Call of Duty was on top of the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, and Assassin's trying, Creed. Assassin's they Creed. Got that. They, they, they're trying to hurry up and play catch up um, by trying to mimic them in a way, but doing something different at the same time. Now, with DC, since they have their own superheroes and everything like that, unfortunately, they're not taking the time to really try to build the characters. No. In my opinion, and they're just trying to go tit for tat with Marvel, which is that's just a company you should right now. Unfortunately, you can't go tit to tat with them. No, and what we're doing is we're putting this trailer up in the background for you, so you hear that music, uh, so you guys can kind of see some clips of some of the trailers because Black Panther was just phenomenal, and they can't they can't compete because they're again, if you have let's say, all right guy, girl, whatever it is, you meet twins. Those twins might look exactly the same or might have the same resources available to them, but they're going to act completely different. And Marvel should embrace, like, Marvel should continue to embrace what it's doing. DC should embrace, if we want to do a movie every year, give the directors, the writers, everybody more time. So even though, like, okay, we have this Batman coming out, we want Batman 2 to come out the I next year. I don't even year. feel like it's about time, dude. No, th that's one of the deals that, um, like, fuck. One of the directors was saying that his issue, why he fell off and didn't continue movies, because Marvel did not let him do it. And Christopher Nolan said the same thing. He said the reason his Batman trilogy worked. I mean, DC because, didn't let him do it. Or, yeah, DC. Yeah. And he said it worked because they allowed him to spread it out and tell his story. But now they want everything fast-paced. You don't think that contributes to the overall it, it, i think it contributes but at the same it's time, not the main with, no with that much with how much money they're getting forked over come on man, man. like what, what it fails because of writing mm. mm -hmm. writing and execution of the show and is what makes it bad we've seen so many suicide squad prime and example that's gonna get a sequel if, if that followed 
The animated version of it? Fuck. It would have been amazing. Okay, have you heard about this, though? To rewrite or redo the Justice League, like, the kind of flop, because they didn't make any of their money that they wanted to, I think they're still, they still haven't hit, like, 200-and-something million, or I don't know what they hit, but uh, they're doing Flashpoint. And the Flashpoint is Barry Allen is going to go back in time, and it's going to kind of reset the DC I mean, I'm, I'm glad universe. they got a reset button to do that with. Yeah. But even then, I hope they do the... Different all, all from they, what they're all doing. They, oh no, all they have to do is mimic <laughs> the anime. That's yeah. it. Or that, the that TV is, show, the animated... Yeah, the, yeah. All they got to do is mimic their animated movies that they've done for the Justice League, for Batman, for, for the Flashpoint. Yeah. And it will work. Yeah. That's it. That is... It's not even complicated. That's all they need to do. But unfortunately, they're they not can't willing grasp to it. Do they're it. not willing to do it and because the people, they got pride issues. But we're not even going to yeah. debate about this because yeah, that's a different show. Yeah. Black Panther, Wakanda. Ooh. You saw Wakanda it before forever. I Yes, you saw it before I did. Mm. I want to hear, mm. how did you, outside <laughs> for not spoiling any of the movie yet, yeah. how did you enjoy it? Mm. I, lo- I felt so many fucking different Because you emotions. called me, you said this is the best movie ever. Yes. Mm. I had so many emotions because like, both sides of it... Like uh, I, th- I heard somebody say that T'Challa's just a better Batman. He's a po- uh, spoiled kid, and he had a sense of responsibility. He really didn't have a struggle until he found out what his dad did. Mm-hmm. And then he, do I become my own man, or do I do what tradition um, expects me? And then Eric Killmonger, having coming from this situation that I know oh too well from a lot of people, it's like seeing both those sides, but still representing and telling a story of blackness on a scale that anybody should be able to relate to. Plus, like, the scenes, like, the underground railroad fight scene, fucking phenomenal. Like, I was I was like, damn, dude, this kid's dad died. That's fucked up because he probably doesn't have anybody else. Then he coming back to get what he wanted, but he's doing it uh, the same thing. I'm doing it like the white man, the white man's way. And then Claw was fucking f- hilarious in the film. So oh, yeah, he, he was having me rolling. It, it hit every fucking range of emotions I had. And at the end of it, it's like this, this like calm. It's like, dude, fucking everything is open now. Because yeah. every time a film comes out, a black film, doesn't matter if it's... Because uh, I got tired of seeing a huge black cast only for like, 12 years of slave or like <laughs> roots and shit like that. Yeah. Or like a, you know, a black, black movie like yeah, Boys of the Hood. Tyler Perry. Tyler yeah. Perry. Yeah. I want to see Friday. <laughs> exactly. So it was, I, it hit every spectrum. I was like, dude, this is what we're talking about. This movie is the fucking shit of the shits of the shit movie yeah. that I have seen. Boom. It is, it is fucking phenomenal. And then you saw it. And what'd you think? The, this is what I've been telling everybody. What it did for the culture, I love it. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it on so many levels. And when mm-hmm. I say culture, just for the people who don't know who I'm talking about, <laughs> time for the black culture. Uh, I love it. Um, one, you know, even though I saw it a couple of, like, I think a week after it came out, yeah. it was still packed. Oh, yeah. And Everything it was sold beautiful out. seeing our race supporting something like that. That oh. is why. Those numbers are the way they are. That and is why this 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 shuts up everything. Well, black movies don't work, or it won't do well internationally. It's done well fucking everywhere worldwide. One but in, million. But be real with them. Yeah. In the past, yeah, in the, black the, black yeah. movies don't work. But at the yeah. same time, they never try to give it a shot like exactly. This. And, and I think Marvel giving it a shot like this and going 
going there yeah. with this Let movie and, and not just reins. and not just having a couple of black lead actors or actors and actresses have the main roles but have the whole cast predominantly mm-hmm. everybody who's in there is black definitely pushed the boundary especially in the racial tension that we're living in society oh, yeah. but it was a beautiful thing seeing the black people uh just supporting this this move all yeah. the other races great too i mean don't get it twisted yeah. But like you said, in the past, it's always this perception that black people don't know how to support black people, they, which they don't. Yeah. I'll keep it real. They yeah. don't. Black, black people struggle with trying to support each other. Yeah. So it was really beautiful to see that. The story, the subliminal message in the movie felt amazing because oh, me yeah. and Michael Eric Owens just had a conversation mm. about that. Like, you know, being an African-American, you, you don't really have a history. And we was talking to an African brother. Who knows what tribe he belongs to? Mm-hmm. He knows this is before Black Panther came out. Yeah, he he just knows all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we were telling him how good it felt when we did the DNA thing. Yeah, and we had a glimpse of what our past is because with me and you, yeah, we could try to find, but we can't go by our names because these aren't exactly. our names. Yeah. And then it's almost impossible for us to even go back to Africa to figure out which one we did. I yeah. mean, it's not impossible to take back. It's, 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 it's possible. hard work. It's but real it's, Yeah, work. it's not something we could just look in the books or ask our grandparents or anything like that. So this movie spoke about that, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. Oh, like yeah. I said, it was, it made, I was in the movie theater feeling good. I was mm-hmm. getting emotional. I was feeling happy. I left yeah. out of there feeling good, feeling empowered. Yeah, it's, and that's yeah. something that we normally don't feel. Yeah. Now, if I were to take all that away from the movie mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and just grade the movie mm-hmm. without any type of racial or emotions yeah. side to it, it was all right. Now, what was your problem? Because I have something to say. And I kind of was started to say it about Black Panther, but what did you? why was it just all right? It, it wasn't my favorite. If I took... It is my favorite movie. My favorite because of the, all the emotional stuff. Yeah, and but just by how it made me feel. But... If I were to remove myself mm-hmm. from feeling black and proud, yeah. <laughs> it was cool. Um, I think with me, and uh, I was talking to actually Brett about it too a little bit. I think I wish this would have came out before Civil War. Yeah. Um, just because I feel like getting slapped with another origin story after where everything is at in the Marvel Universe I, you're going to continue to get that. Like, cause, no, 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 no. I, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. I understand Because we got so but many characters out there. you to line up with the big movies. Well, just like in the in the universe right now, you know, they're about to do this huge yeah. fucking battle. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to have a movie come right before that as a Black Panther origin story, it was good. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. But I felt like it, was, it, it wasn't placed right for me. Yeah. I wish it would have happened before Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe they want to do that because they just want to just hit you with this little surprise and then well, here's I, the origin story Black Panther's schedule is supposed to come out it's really supposed to come out 2019 and then it, it was supposed to, or it's supposed to like 2004 they started talking about it and it's 2016 and 2019 so it got moved around a little bit but I think the deal that Ryan Coogler when he is Coogler and I think Cooper or there's somebody else that uh, assisted him uh, they had an issue with how do we kill T- King T'Chaka? Because if T'Chaka's still alive, there's no T'Challa as Black Panther. Yeah. And then what is Marvel writing as this deal? Because they've 
we've talked about this before age of ultron is supposed to be hank pym that creates ultron not tony stark so they've changed some you know took liberty stuff yeah yeah so i think that kind of contributed to it uh the, and that, that kind of makes sense you know they do you're right they did have the final way to kill his daddy yeah. so so they, he could come to this coming of age because it's, it's another deal like when they drove through the, the invisible force field and he said you know she goes you know my king or t'challa we're home it's like dude to be able to go to a place where you know it's all of your people like again trying to track your ancestry back that's mm-hmm. that's hard to do so that hits home but the the problem i had with t'challa is he there was never a point in time where i felt like t'challa wasn't going to do what he had to do he already knew his responsibility and so that was going to lead to my can, next point yeah where uh, can he grow as yeah, a hero the movie was unfortunately like perfectly predictable mm-hmm. like there was you know outside for a the couple claw. of cool part where the tech claw dying i was like yeah that was kind of weird that they took him out so early but i understand why because it had to make the focal point yeah um and, and it makes sense to why they they took out claw that way but um because they wanted to you know talk about the main message of this movie which is good uh, because it's a subliminal message but like i said uh it was it was very predictable unfortunately um it, it was a movie that I took my son to, and I'm glad I took him to it, mm-hmm. but then I'm, I w- kind of wish I didn't take him to it. Uh, I kind of try to keep Kane like this weird bubble, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit it. I do. Um, but it, it was a good movie. I could tell he enjoyed it. I was glad to him to see. Uh, me and him actually getting two black sh- shirts made. Mm-hmm. His going to have the silver and mine's going to have the gold. And um, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But nice. like I said, the movie was predictable. But I love all the subliminal stuff. Like I said, I love the the underground railroad fight. Um, I, I love the the quotes that was you know that was mentioned during the movie. And like I said, it was a good movie, and it felt really good. Like I said, is it my favorite Marvel movie without the without racial everything. stuff, without the culture? Mm-mm. But I mean, Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. That was the Thor, and we'll we'll review that. But that's the Thor that we've been waiting for. That is Thor humor. Thor, you know. Anyway, dumbass Thor. It, yeah, yeah. Anyways, but yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I will rank it probably like about about three or four. Okay. Yeah. And then within those top ones, mm-hmm. see. And that's uh, not including, like I said, how yeah. I feel about it. Feel yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. That's just me trying just to be like overall. completely unbiased. Just doom doom. Like it, it was points in time where, like, my mom called me and said, "Hey, do you know Black Panthers coming?" I was like, "Yeah, we got like a week left. I got my tickets January 16th, <laughs> a month ago." Yes, I know. She's like, "Oh," and she ordered tickets, uh, the balcony tickets at Warren to go see this movie with my aunt. And again, like you said, the subliminal stuff, like two different ways fathers treat his son. King T'Chaka kept the secret from T'Challa uh, and from the people because he had to kill his own brother. Because yeah. his brother betrayed Wakanda, and his brother had been put in uh, the U.S. as a sleeper agent and saw how bad things were and wanted to make a change. And it's funny because in this iteration, or even in the comics, the U.S. is a third world country. Wakanda is a first world country. And you don't see that because everybody says, well, you know, if uh, we left Africans over there, what would they have? There's so many things that Africans had built before uh, they were taken through slavery and brought over here and then removed their rights. There was stuff even that we've done here in the U.S. That yeah, there were, there, were, there was actually like uh, there's empires that were yeah. successfully built in Africa and then, uh, rivaling European. Oh, oh, yeah. And the people the like, long. well, you know, well, they, they're they lucky and this and that. I mean, it's, it's you know, the, the victor 
whoever has the best tech, the best weapons can change history accordingly to how they want. And to see like this place hidden from the world that continued to thrive. They had cures for cancer. They could do everything, heal your back. Um, again, like we said, Claw was fucking hilarious with his mixtape, going in there just shooting <laughs> fucking uh, Martin Freeman, going to Wakanda. Claw had me rolling, dude. Dude, Claw was my favorite villain. I was, I was sad to see him go. Um, but the other deal was the strong women that are in that, like Sh- Shuri. Uh, Shuri, she Oh, and I love how Ogre had the silver hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was Angela such a good, yeah, that was a good tribute. Is that not Storm? That is, is that boy, not that Storm? Is Storm? Don't be disrespectful. Mm, I've been talking. I've been talking to all my white friends, and when they get out of car, just start barking <laughs> like man. I'm glad that they didn't call him Man Ape. They they called him by his African name, but he was a good character you know that whole deal at the first tribunal for t'challa to take over that you can't even protect your father and he's just like this is some cold truth but why should you be king of wakanda you can't do the shit you're supposed to do and i mean they're rivals in the comic but it led to this whole story about the comeback uh one thing that i want to talk because we've had this picture of t'challa for a bit eric killmonger basically his story is his dad was killed because uh, so he dad, didn't have a father, yeah, and he is the an actual heir to the throne. If he mm-hmm. if he, he so was, chooses he was to battle, the king's him. brother, mm-hmm. and he went into the military, and he's like, "These are my enemies. These every time there's drugs or guns sold in the ghetto, it's from white people. So I'm gonna learn from them how they go in, and it's the basic structure for any kind of uh, espionage or military takeover. You go in, you learn what's going on." And you break down that whole societal structure, and that's what he did. These are the ways of my enemy. I'm going to go back and take with mine, but I'm going to use the same tactics that they've used for years. Wakanda can't stand up to this. And one of the best parts, which makes him the best villain of all time, is he burned the fucking flower room. You got to do it. As soon as he's like, burn this shit down. She's like, what? And he choked that motherfucker and said, don't fucking play with me. But at the same time, like even though everything you said, he's also a young black kid. That knows that there's supposedly this place of his people. Yeah, that that they they they's prospering, they living good, but he's out here defending on his own. And that was it. Like when when T'Challa went back and said, "Why? Why did you not bring him home? Why did you leave him?" And his dad was like, "Oh, you found out about that? Oh man, I was, dad, I was, I was his chilling. dad did have a look like I was chilling up here like Bakira, man. I'm sorry. Man, dad was like." Why are you trying to destroy my house, huh? Yeah. And it was like, I had to kill my brother. He's like, I had to kill my brother. This is what I did. This is the choice I made. And that opened up Wakanda to exposing themselves at the, like, he goes back to the projects where his uncle died, where Eric Killmonger was, was born, uh, like the version that we see later on. And he makes the first Wakandan uh, outreach post there and puts his sister, the smartest motherfucker in the world, Shuri there to, tell them about advanced Wakandan technique and she was like a fucking breath of air throughout the whole deal I I love the movie Uh, the representation like one uh, similarity or something similar between Wonder Woman and Black Panther is that crossing of the arms and it's just like that was a huge step for women with Wonder Woman this is a huge step for my culture like Mm -hmm. uh, have you seen Coco yet 
No. It's the uh it's about a Hispanic kid and he loves music, but music is what broke his family apart and then you find out the history of it. So it's about family, it's about following your dreams and passion, what happens to you, and it, it brings out a lot of diversity and culture in the Hispanic uh culture itself. It was a great film. I feel like Black Panther there's been so many things that have happened like in a row, Wonder Woman, Coco, and then Black Panther that's just been so good for diversity. I I hope we continue to stay on this track and make this evolution in thought process because people are still like Chadwick Boseman. They mentioned Black Panther at the Oscars. It's not even, it could not be up for an Oscar Mm-mm. and they're still wearing Wakandan garb. So, but dude. no, the movie's great. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Uh, it's still definitely playing at the movie theaters. Um, mm. I'm actually planning on trying to go back. I'm going to try to take my grandma to go see it. Mm, yeah. Uh, and actually, uh, I heard from, more. heard from a couple people that they took some of their, uh, older relatives or 40s 50s and they were like they were on eric's side talking about like i wish is he coming back i want him to live because he went through the same struggles that we did just in a different format so it reaches out to everybody it's a great uh film as far as messages and the barriers is broke down uh there are some things that they like i think eric was a lot stronger than than black panther's character in the movie as far as his evolution mm-hmm. um Oh yeah, hardcore. And then he, oh, he was cold. Like when he, he's like, "We can save you." He's like, "Nah, just put me in the ocean with my people." I was like, "Oh." Yeah, yeah. When he said man. that, quote, I saw the hoodie. I was really thinking Boy. about coughing it that has that quote on it. I was God like, "Player, player." All right, guys, that, that's that, that, we're not gonna. You gotta guys gotta go see it. You gotta feel it and experience it for yourself. We told you how we felt, some of the key scenes and things that made this movie phenomenal. Uh, you guys gotta see it more than once. And my last part. When she looked at old boy from Get Out, he said, you would kill me? He's like, for Wakanda? Nigga, I'll do whatever. Yes, I will kill you. I will drop you. And I was like, put that shit down. Put that he shit did. down. He did. He, he knew. He knew. He, you know, he, was just, he was just in his feelings a little was, bit, which I don't was. blame him. I don't blame he, him. Claw, Claw killed his daddy, and, 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 and T'Challa didn't do shit. No, he didn't. He should have. He should have dropped him. That's, I'm just keeping it real. T'Challa should have dropped him. Because they said, the world's watching Man, fuck them. Did we, no one know who the hell you is, dude? You Black Panther right now. They done already seen you kill people. Exactly. Or they done already seen you in the Civil War. So fucking running and shit. Drop them, move on. Keep pushing. Keep keep pushing. And with that, we're going to take our last pause for the cause. And we're going to come back and we're going to watch Dragon Ball Super 129. Coming to you from a little bit of anime, this is Monica Robinson. And Elijah Bailey. The podcast that walks the line. It's detailed enough for some hardcore fans, but we also keep it simple for the casual new anime viewer also. To listen to our podcast or to find out more about us, our show, or to contact us, go to our official Facebook page, A Little Bit of Anime. To find us on Twitter or Instagram, go to Bitto Anime. And to find anything about us, go to www.blackandstudios.com, where you can click on our link and have access to all our shows. I'm Michael Eric Owen. And I'm DT of the One Mic, One Voice podcast. A show that is created to give space where your voice, ideas, and a form of opinions can be heard, appreciated, and debated. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, One Mic, One Voice podcast. Follow us on our Twitter, the number one, Mike underscore the number one voice. Or follow us on Instagram at One Mic, One Voice. You can also listen to us on Podbeam, Stetcher, and iTunes. And if you want to email us, email us at contact at one mic one 
onevoice.com. And if you just want to get all of our content, go to onemikeonevoice.com or blackinstudios.com. Look at this smooth operator. <laughs> That's why I'm going to change my ringtone for you. Yeah, look at that Sade. Smooth operator. Okay, folks. So we are back. And we're going to talk about 129 of Dragon Ball Super Limit Super Suppress. What? <laughs> okay, man. You can go ahead and put us in theater mode. I was just saying, like, Limit Super Surpassed, Ultra Instinct Mastered. And this is what a lot of people have been waiting for is this final fight with Jiren and Goku. So, yeah, you can go ahead and turn it off, man. I, no, 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 no. Yeah, let's leave like just like this and um, let's just get a crack in over here, too. Uh, but, yeah, uh, this is uh, – we, we've been waiting for this episode. They had a week off. Mm-hmm. And how did you feel going into this episode? He Like last episode, Jiren threw that punch at the jaw. He went behind him. So Ultra Instinct was kicking back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew – we knew it was going to get real. Yeah, and from the very beginning, Akira, before Super even started, he said his new transformation for the Saiyans is white hair. So when you saw him go through Ultra Instinct and it failed and worked and failed, it's either him or Gohan. Because Gohan said, I want to do something that no Saiyan's ever done before. And then Goku is Which his. he has. <laughs> I can't, I'm looking uh, through the book of mm-hmm. saying history, and no saying has been that and, fucking uh, trash. Have not seen a failure, uh, a saying fall from grace as as high and as hard. Because I, I see Napa, Napa, Napa did his work for his time. I see Radis, Radis. You know he was talking a lot of mess, but he did his work. Granddaddy Bardock, Granddaddy Bardock. He he up here OG status. Uh, Vegeta Trunks, Goten. I see everybody up here on these With pedestals ooh. doing their shit, and then Gohan is way down here. He's dirty. Mm, that's okay, Gohan. But yes, uh, 129 limits surpass Ultra Instinct. Mastered. Mastered, yes. And it was just like you knew Goku was going into being who he should be. I don't know how I like these recaps, man. I like them. But they take up a lot of time. They take up too much they time. Take up too and much Dragon Ball time. Super, Dragon Dragon is already a time-crunching. Consuming motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. So um, mm. that, that, will, that, that, that part right there was Skywalk? Did he Skywalk on his ass? That, that part right there Did was. I couldn't even help but to just be like. And see, Beyond Limits, this is ultra interesting. If you guys have not started, go ahead and start the show. Uh, but, yeah, the last episode, we watched all this stuff. Goku, Jiren, getting ready because Vegeta uh, basically put it all out there. Vegeta was the Debo, and Debo didn't know Craig was standing right there at that brick. Debo <laughs> did not know he did Craig not know. was sitting there with the with brick. The brick. Uh, uh, we knew. Yeah, but I, I, the intro, all the stuff does take a long time. Um, and, and that's why, like I said, I like the recap element of it, but I'm just like, man, there's there's too much stuff going on that I, I just, I just, I just give want to me get the, to show. the show. Yeah. Give me the show. And we're about at two minutes and seven seconds right now, so if you guys are watching, it's playing straight through on Funimation. Uh, here's another recap, because it's, it's like a preview of what the show's going to be. Then the intro, then a recap. So whip, 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 whip. We see Vegeta get his ass whipped. Oh, and and we watched Chido this Chai. our last episode with, uh, with Monica. Monica Monica Robinson. Mm. 
Jira said, if you don't start sucking this dick, Vegeta, <laughs> I'll never, I'm about to give you the business. I'll never suck anybody's dick after Frieza. <laughs> Frieza's my one and only. He's my first. He's my day one. He said, boy, wrong mm, answer. Damn, wrong answer. Wrong. You better get it. You better get it. Boy. You got a dollar? <laughs> mm, got a dollar. Mm. Yeah, like I don't want your dollar no more, boy. Mm-mm. But I did mm. like the fact they they kind of rushed a little bit faster than what they had been the last two episodes. Because the last far as what the ass whooping, no, the uh, the preview. Cause, or the, oh yeah, because yeah, the last yeah, two yeah. was like the two solid minutes of what happened in the last episode. So Goku got mad. He got up. Uh, Vegeta gave him some power. Bam! Jiren knocks that shit out of him. Yeah, he goes Super Saiyan Blue. Uh, he got knocked back into a wall, I believe, and then um, yeah, and his hair went black, mm. Goku black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a good way though. Mm. Jiren's hands are vicious. Which does just baffle me still. I mean, Goku's so weak. Jiren easily has what it takes to push him off. It's like, but Jiren don't want to really. Do he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't really want to do it. He doesn't really want to win. Mm-mm. But it went. Ooh, his eyes. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. This episode, Jaren had a lot of goofy-ass looks. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, when he got punched in the stomach, mm, here it is, here it come. Goku's glowing. Just let your soul glow. And then the thing about Goku is whenever he got that stand... You already know. That it's, oh, it's about to go down. Yeah. This has been the ultra comeback for Goku's... Because after this... They're, they're supposed to be coming back in January is what I hear. I don't know. It hasn't been confirmed, but what else is he going to do when he comes back? Who else is going to take? Like the gods. That's it. You got the Grand Priest and Zeno, and they've already said all the Supreme Kai's, nobody can beat Zeno no matter who it is. But so, as you see, I mean, we, we clearly ooh. got some gods that aren't favored to Goku yeah, that looking like this. Even his own god of destruction, Lord Beerus, mm-hmm. and which we'll get into that later. So anyway, yeah. so we're doing a recap right now. The recap, that's all this show is about is a bunch of recaps. Yeah. You see the iPads with the only that looks Goku good. That's good. That's a good picture right now, there. Wait a second. They only showed Goku on his deal, but Frieza's not, not out yet. Because yeah. they're leaving that out. Yeah, which, you know, uh, Master Roshi, you know, he knows Ultra Instinct and Tien. Yeah, that's the third time. Like, dude, you got three eyes. You should have seen this shit coming, Tien. You've been fucking up this whole whole deal but uh and, and at this time Wiz knew Wiz is like this is this is the last time he can be able to do this because like, it takes a huge toll on your body like the Kaioken mm-hmm. so and I, I, that made me wonder like is that the reason why Vegeta couldn't do it because Kaioken is like the lower version of Ultra Instinct is what it seems well it's it's like a boost for your body except for this is this I think this is yeah this is like everything yeah, you can block like and everything like, happen yeah this is like tap but, into like some but I mean Goku is used to having that kind of strain on it oh that motherfucker jumped quick he's used to having that strain on his body look at that look at where he cleared from <laughs> mm, topo topo and vegeta shirt off no nah, yeah nipples out nipples mm. rubbing Bam. So boom we see the clash and then it, it just fucks up everything you see these black these i don't know why is... they're not on the other side but anyways um so now we we see jaren ultra instinct rematch for I want to say this is truly the second time. Yeah, the, the, the second one really doesn't really count mm-hmm. because it was he just got done fighting Khalif and yeah. or cauliflower, Kefla. yeah, Kefla, and, yeah. yeah. So Xenos is ready, and the Grand Priest is sitting there like, huh. Well, this ruined my plans later on because I look dubious as a motherfucker <laughs> right now. But these like the. They save like some of the, and I went back and watched this like four times, dude. Some of the artwork is not quick recap of all the other gods. Oh yeah, just sitting in the, gone, especially the ones that are exempt. That's what yeah. we we're saying there. Yeah, but this right here, 
when he does that spinning uh, kick and all behind him, mm-hmm. I thought a gun to wing. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. You that laser gun and you shoot up all them asteroids in the back? But this has so many things that called to other anime as well as just being Dragon Ball Z. It was crazy. Uh, it doing, looks super crowded over there. I just gonna, I just got to throw that out there. It felt it like is. extra more people, like some like extra angels came out of nowhere and just hanging out now. Yeah, like, and like I was counting on my fingers. I was have? like, so these but, these angels must not have a universe, which could be possibly true. Because we seen the ones Zeno that he erased. Kill. Yeah, yeah, we seen him drop other universes, and plus, so as we know, those angels, 18, yeah, those angels wouldn't, die. yeah, they don't die. So they they, they ride, but they don't die. They, they ride, they don't die. <laughs> But Weiss, and this is the deal that caught me. Weiss's sister, it, lo- it looked like the little sister, she sounded like an idiot when she starts talking to Belmont and their Supreme Kai. Cause I she's think like, she's more just, you know, I'm, I'm riding for my universe. Mm. Yeah. So I, I think that's really what it is. Mm. Even her, she don't, she don't know all of Goku's true abilities. Shit, no. Wiz have seen He's Goku. Seen some shit. He understands the Saiyans. He understands that, you know, they got this, this thing that they do. Oh, he's trying to do that Kamehameha. He did on Kefla. And Jiren opened them fucking eyes, and they was red as fuck. Jiren was like, boy, how dare you disrespect me? This was one of my favorite scenes right here, because he's blocking with his eyes. or Basically, we know that's him punching. Yeah. Just the force. Like, he doesn't look like he's moving. He's like Flash right now. <laughs> but Goku's Kamehameha brings up beams throughout the tournament ring, and yet Jiren is Kaboom. just like... That's that's a good call call back right there. Zeno's like, oh, Command Man is our favorite, <laughs> and then like, oh, but but Jiren is super super amazing. All he does, he did that gazelle punch. He has the power. That's it, what he's like. He man right now. Yeah, and I just just draw my memory. This was actually a really good point, mm-hmm. uh, a really good battle part right here. Uh, as Goku looked kind of baffled, and Topo's actually was reflecting the reason why Jiren was able to counter this because he sat there and watched Goku do the same exact thing before. Mm. Did you see that like, shirt come off his back? Like, he oh, got oh yeah, in the yeah, chest? yeah, yeah, yeah. Super. Uh, oh, went back to Namek days. And the crater he leaves is fucking crazy. But it was cool. It was like, okay, Jiren sitting around the tournament, he was actually observing like Master Roshi. But so, uh, if I'm correct, mm-hmm. there are six gods left. Six gods left. There are six uh, gods of destruction. We got two of the ones who participating, and, the and then four, four who yeah. are exempt. So that's those six. And then there was originally because we that's start, us starting with twelve universes. There was originally eighteen. So those other ones that got a race, you have those guys sitting around too. That's why it looks so crowded because there's all the girls on one side, all the guys on the other side. Which well, I'm talking. There's the some universes that haven't must have not have gotten erased. Because technically, if the universe got erased, the God of Destruction gets oh, erased, Oh, yeah, too. the God of Destruction. Yeah, I was so thinking about, the, about the angels. Um, we got at least about four different gods just kicking it. I don't know. We got the amphibian dude. We got the fox. You we got, got the, the little the furry. Kirby. Yeah, the Karibo. Karibo. I want to say you. there's one more over there. Uh, and then Belmont and Beerus. And the last one is... We got the fox, the frog-looking dude. The yeah. little mini dude. It may just be three, then. I just thought I saw another one, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, and the skeleton looking one, the one who looks like a mouse. Oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. Those four, which we didn't see him do shit at all. I didn't even see him in the manga do shit, except for that huge battle royale between the. So the as we hear, they were talking mess, and we apologize for all the Twitch fans. Uh, but yeah. they were talking mess, and then Vegeta had to shut. And them then we the forgot about up. the fox. I thought you said the fox dude. You said the fox, the li- the lizard amphibian dude, and then the little Kribo. So you said oh, the yeah, fox. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So then, but, uh, you know, the, the, they were talking that mad hot mess. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Vegeta has stand up and say, hey, you're you going to you get quit disrespecting my boy Goku. you put some respect you on it. put some respect on Look that. Look at that impossible talk that motherfucking rubbish, bitch. And then he he enlightened him. He said, you motherfuckers have sat here and watched Saiyans overcome everything. This whole fucking tournament. You going to sit there like a dumbass? Because I was like, you know what? And he is right. The Universe 6 and Universe, it doesn't matter what universe, Saiyans proved through their pride, through their work, they could achieve shit that nobody else could. Because Universe 7 did lay off the most motherfuckers on this tournament ring. And then not only that, they are the ones constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. We're not saying no one else transcend to something that no one knew that they couldn't do. Yeah, but they are through battle. Everybody, yeah, everybody saw, you know, even Universe 6. Everything that they, those Saiyans did was stuff that no one had already seen. So that shows that the Saiyans shit, evolved. they didn't even know they could do that shit. Exactly. And then even in Universe, our universe, you know, we see Vegeta hit a, new, a whole new level. We see Goku hit a whole, whole new, new level. level. We see Gohan went sit the opposite direction, but he technically hit a whole new, new level, level as well. <laughs> Kaba. So this was kind of a fly. good part because then we, mm-hmm. we were seeing, for once, Vegeta hardcore rooting now, for Goku. When you listen back to this, that is that Ozar, uh, Ozaru yell, that eight, great ape yell. Yeah, yeah. you could you clearly hear and two voices like, going you're on. Like, you're like... No, you ain't gonna turn it. No, you ain't gonna do that, Goku. Which does, I'm glad you brought that up because that does set set it up with like, what? Why are we hearing that two yeah. voices? Yeah, Goku's voice, and we're hearing a deeper, deeper, animalistic, am- yeah, voice. animalistic like, voice. At the same time, he's still very, very. This is supposed to be the calmest. Yeah, he's been serene moment. Deal. He's taking his deep breaths. I like it when they're taking the time out, showing him taking a deep breath, relaxing, resetting. And, and thinking not, about not being tensed up at all in this fight. Because we said the reason that his Ultra Instinct wasn't working or he couldn't achieve it is because that moment before he strikes, there's too many variables that he's thinking about. He needs to let that shit go. Just like he told Vegeta a long time ago when they first started training up uh, in Beerus's place. But the artwork here, look at that. This motherfucker jumps. Bam. The artwork is just fucking amazing. I like the close-ups. I like the hand positions. When they start fighting here, you're seeing them block and punch. That motherfucker whipped his hair he like did. fucking Willow Smith. <laughs> fucking Goku whipping that shit back and forth. But just the shock waves and the clashes that are coming off the lightning, even the purple and the orange, mm-hmm. this was amazing, man. They, 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 yeah, they did a really good job. Because in Dragon Ball, uh, one thing I always kind of look forward to is saying, okay, how is the next level of fights, because they're supposed be. to be more epic than the last one because mm-hmm. they're at a new power range, going to be broadcast in a way that we actually see this power. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a good job with this tournament of, destru- or tournament of power showing no, now we're here. Yeah, and we Jiren's, see Wiz over there thinking, boy. You know when he put the chin, we put the hand up to the chin. He thinking, but look at this. He's thinking about something. He's uh, like, boy, uh, fuck, two man. plus two. I think it There's equals four. four. <laughs> I don't know if any of the other motherfuckers know this, but I think two plus two is about to equal four. Mm, man, just as a martial artist, it's you always see him good closing to see his eyes. Just yeah, thinking. and that's when Wiz like, boy, I knew it. Two I plus knew. two equals four. Hey, y'all. I knew he would hey, get y'all. this shit after Xenoverse 2 put out that DLC. I knew Goku. Look the at DLC the arms back. Uh, they the got Ultra? Other, uh, I don't think they have Ultra Instinct yet, but they got like everybody. At this moment, hold on, let's go ahead and recap. So we're seeing everybody. Goku's. It's freaking out still, but Wiz is telling y'all, hey, y'all. I y'all don't need to worry. But I don't know why he said that because every, I, that doesn't go for the other universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just... Hey, y'all might need to be freaking out right by now, but uh, Universe 7. 
Y'all ain't, right. y'all ain't got shit to worry about. But Goku's in here fighting, and you see it, like, keep saying his heat. So it's no longer key, it's heat. Mm-hmm. Because Jiren offset some real heat several episodes ago. So Goku's tapping into that same deal and surpassing it. And it's making it harder for Jiren to hit him. Like he's, With eyes closed. Yeah, with his eyes closed, which is an old martial arts technique for many styles. Kung Fu, Tai Chi, uh, even... Uh, Okinawan goes through. So is it is it just heightens your senses? Your yeah, other because senses. Yeah, like you're relying on them more and taking mm-hmm. out your sight. And I believe your sight consumes so much of your senses. Yeah, or and it throws you off yeah. too because you think somebody's going to do something. They they like go through. They catch you with that kick. <laughs> that Kefla will catch yeah. you with that kick. But yeah, it was. Uh, so this moment you see Belmont, Belmont freaking getting, out now. Yeah, his mouth open, big yeah, ass. He's like, hey, Jaren, we got to end this. This 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 motherfucker glowing and shit. Mm-hmm. He. And Jaren, I, he's fighting you with his eyes closed. Get him off the map. The free falls on the now. This was my favorite part because, like, hey, uh, your ring is going away, Goku. You better tap into this shit real quick because if not, Universe Seven. I mean, look at Jaren's power. I mean, uh, he is like that's like it, a complete onslaught of just force. There strike. There's actual strikes and just the shock wave of his strikes in there. So he's doubling up all of his techniques. He's doing trying to fucking destroy goku destroy this ring he's done that and i think that's what it is like the reason why they are flying might be because because you see goku's hands kind of twitch i think they are keeping themselves up in the air by moving faster than gravity or physics everybody's screaming especially krillin mm-hmm. hurry up uh and then the you piccolo know, jumps in piccolo hall is gonna jump on his two cent hate mode <laughs> there's that no means- chance or time to use instant transmission you think they worry about instant transmission piccolo no Look at look at Beerus. Now, the deal that I didn't understand is how could Universe 7 see Goku and Jiren moving that fast? Like, here's the deal. In the manga, the gods of destruction were fighting super fast. And they were flying. Grand Priest thought if he took out flying... They are flying now. Yeah. Yeah, the Grand Priest <laughs> thought if he... Oh, look Jaren at him. Jaren is clearly dick. flying right look now. Mm. Yeah. He is squeezing his butt cheeks to hold himself up on a, on a, a pebble of the ring still. But it, uh, it's like, how can they keep up? Like, I can see Vegeta, maybe Gohan, but everybody else, especially Tien, shouldn't be able to see everything that's going on. Tien should be able to see it, but, he, yeah. but, but even them, you know, they're not able to see it either. There was that's crazy, it, though. You know, they would have been able to see Go, Goku's fighting back. They're not mm-hmm. able to see. I think Lord Beerus. Do you not think it's I think just Lord like being cocky? They don't, no, I don't really think they even. I don't think they notice it. Mm-hmm. I think Lord Beerus understands what Goku's doing right mm-hmm. now because he's trained with Goku, and he understands that Goku's ability is getting more and yeah. more sharper as his fight going. Plus, if we tell you, "Hey, do everything's right. about to be all right," then you just shut the fuck up and watch. And then Topo out. is. I think he's the first one that actually sees like Goku's doing sparks. Some, some crazy shit. Look, he's he's actually striking back. I think at this time they all thought that it was just his 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 inst, his ultra inst, or ultra is just blocking. Yeah, defense. I love that shit when you the body's still but certain parts are moving mm-hmm. and you like as many fucking punches and shit that's Jiren doing right now. He has to match that, so that means he can see everything. He can protect himself and he can strike. Fuck this! The artwork, everything on this episode was good. Mm, right mm, in the heart, yeah, man. right there. Solar plexus, yeah. That, that's that, that. That was a see. Even that artwork was even better. Like you had to freeze frame and make Krillin and Tien pop out. Even yeah, there it that, is, that yeah. roar, and then looks like a fucking galaxy. And it does like galaxy, and the, I see him eyebrows looking kind of high. Mm-hmm. Damn, I thought Jiren had this. If Goku, and I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna look. He's holding his stomach. 
You got the BGs. If uh, anything, you know, I think I'll tell you. I'll say that for later in the right. show. My prediction. But yeah, now uh, it's going to answer your question that you asked at the beginning of the show about okay. what in January. Okay, got you. Breathing again. He didn't. He's he's done done it. And Jiren's about nah. Fuck that motherfucker. I'm about to put my heat well, up because Belmont's yelling out too. Like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, you just waiting there, Jiren. Come on, man. The Goku's the the evil doer now. Goku's the evil to take him out because that's all Jiren's looking forward to is whether killing that evil doer that killed his family or find them or whatever. And nah, you get your get your head on straight. I guess I must respond. Yeah. But you can clearly see he's got some shit to you. Look, his power is Goku's overpowering his power that he's charging up to right now. I think they, I think he's, I think they're on the same level. Honestly, I think Goku's just has a different form of it. So I think that's why Goku's is more spread out the way it is. Mm. I think Jiren, it's more leveled. On yeah, him. well, I think it's, it's Jiren's energy. Now I ain't going to lie. Oh shit, Jiren got that shit above him too. Yeah, man, I ain't going to lie though. But Jiren just does. Clearly see Goku is on a different level. I was like, man, another Nova wave. I was like, oh, he's condensing it. That's cool. And then he shot that shit off. Yeah, Belmont's like, get that motherfucker out right yeah. now. Because I feel some shit I ain't felt in my loins in a long time. <laughs> and then Goku just says, nope. Scoop. We see the flinch. Fuck, dude. It's gone. And it's gone. You're like, what the fuck happened? And Jiren don't know where to fucking look. Everybody's scared. Dispo saw him. Dispo, <laughs> oh, shit. Jiren's like, where did he go? Look at them eyes. Jiren like this motherfucker. You better put your chest back in, Jiren. You better calm down. And then he just, uh oh. Yeah, they got the music playing. He literally just mm. swipes it out. I mean, Goku got. <sighs> if you look closely, he got little like enchantments going around his body right now. Mm. Jiren like, what was the that? Jiren tried to use them eyes. Fucking missed. No, I think it was a deflection. Mm. And you know. That stance that Goku's in, you've seen it in Naruto, you've seen it in uh, yeah, Air yeah. Raiders, you've seen it in like every anime. Like that's anybody a, that's it's spine. about to get real. Mm. You see the other gods. The God, oh, there he is right there. The, the gods rise for this Saiyan, the Saiyan monkey. That's what he was first called. This was fucked up. Mm. Mm. How many hits was that? <laughs> At, least At least a good 65. Mm. And then the white eyes, the white hair, the white eyebrows. They couldn't believe it. But you can see he's just sitting there. And they're confirming, has Goku finally reached it? And Whis did confirm it. Yep. Yes, he did. And we see Lord Bears with the most creepiest old he's school. Giddy as fuck, dude. Cartoon looking smile that mm-hmm. I've ever seen a cat has. It's like, what's that? <laughs> top, top, uh, uh, top cat. Top cat. And then the shirt's off. The shirt is off. Hair is flossing. And it's it's about to get real because this is one twenty nine. We have two more episodes, one thirty and one thirty one, which is cool because you know that I I don't really call it white. I call it silver, mm-hmm. um, but you know that is something that we see in, in in Absalon. You know we've we've always seen even when me and you were in like middle school visions of Super Saiyan five. Mm, what yeah. color is his hair? Silver. silver. Yeah, we were not paying attention, folks. But this episode again, I keep on giving callbacks to the artwork. It was phenomenal, the fighting. I, li- I like Jiren pushing him, even though he was still figuring out Ultra Instinct. And then, bam, at the very end, the boy was smooth. Yeah. Smooth as butter. All the gods stood up and said, you know what? Forget Xenos, this is my god. So which breaks me to what I believe is going to happen. Yeah. Is, well, I guess Leading the, into uh, January, like the, the hiatus. Yeah, well, I guess we're about to see the oh, next yeah. episode. The, pre- the previous just... We're about to wrap it up. Yeah, it's just another epic battle. Yeah, you know, we clearly see we see they're they're both at max. Jaren's shirts off, ripped his fucking shirt off, and got bigger. Yeah, he got the Frieza thing going on. Mm -hmm. 
And then Goku is still calm. Goku is still very calm. And it's weird because Jiren is all about justice, but this anger, this rage, is this what keeping him back? I think, I think that. But that motherfucker is he walking. He do look like he like raging demon he just, type walk. He's walking like he just towed that ass up. Like, he walking uh, like he just got done banging with a kuma. So, ben Reams right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, uh, thank you guys for joining us on rewatching episode 129. If you haven't seen it already, thank you for watching the first time with us. But my predictions is that the Grand Priest is going to say, not as like a crook, because I, I, yeah. I don't think he's a crook. I really don't. I don't see him having no reason to be a crook anymore. Um, but what I think is going to happen is that it's going to be more of like Goku's a threat to us. To the realm of the gods. Yes. The, the realm of the angels that yeah. work for Xenos. Yeah. He, unless we figure out what type of powers. Because for all we know, the other universes, they may have people that can tap into this mode just yeah. fine. Um but I think they might go that route, saying okay. Goku is of this level. But he's, then, a, he's a threat. But then after that, I mean, the only thing that you can do is like ancient, again, like uh, Garlic Jr., an ancient evil. This is what, when Xenos took over, this is what we locked away. And then after that, there's no more, there's nothing else to defeat in all the universes. Well, not necessarily. Like what I said, there's think? still four universes. We have the no we, idea yeah, that is what true. type of people they have over there. Is it four? It's six. Because we had 12, and there's 18. So there's six universes uh, that got taken away that we just have the angels for? Or are you talking about the other four universes that didn't have to compete? They didn't have to compete. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, you. those right there, those are four people. They didn't have to compete for a reason. Fuck, dude. So Goku's abilities is legit for our universes, but yeah. for those universes, it may it just— might be shit. It, it may be raw. Like, some of the ones that may be, actually have to reach out to Goku saying, hey, we saw your powers. We have an evil dude over in this universe that— it's completely shit crazy. Farewell, my friends. Yeah. Until I see you the next time. Can you help us? Okay. I, so, I can see that. So, like I said, with them leaving those four or the universes out, it left them open to really be able Expand to- Expand their mm -hmm. universe even further into the mythos yeah, of- Yeah, so I either see that or, universes. you know, if someone wants to say Grand Priest is still going to be doing something, you know, evil, he just thinks Goku's a threat. Yeah. Well, I can see The it. other guy said, hey, dude, we can't have this Saiyan walking around. Saiyans are known for this, this, and this. So, anyways. Okay, I can get with that. But episode one twenty nine, yes, and Black up. Panther, and Black Panther is what we discussed and what we talked about today. Thank you guys for joining us. This is episode one sixteen, and that's all I got. Do you got any other news? Nope. All right, let them know where they can find you in Black and Studios. Black and Studios on all social medias, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Email us at Snapchat. Email us at podcast <laughs> at com. You can also find me, the underscore Buckety, on Instagram. Also, check out my other show, AOS Podcast. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And you can find anything and everything you need. Again, Twitch. Pod, uh, Podbeam, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen Google to. Google me. Yeah, Google me. Google uh, the show. But the official Elijah, Fa Elijah Bailey uh, show Facebook page is right up here on the screen. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Anytime during the show, you can send us a tweet at Elijah Bailey Show without the W on the N. Um, also, here on Twitch, if you're not, if you're listening and you want to watch the show live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000 where you can find it. Uh, you can also send in your emails to Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com or simply just subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or Podbeam or any major podcasting site that you use. Um, but other than that, man, I am I'm glad that you guys got to join us for our uh, Black Panther review. You got to sit in and watch Dragon Ball Super 129 live. And with that... 
the living prophet, the living legend himself, Elijah 5000, bids you adieu alongside the man with the plan, Richard, the buckety tap. Always planning. And we will catch you Always right scheming. in the next podcast. Thank you for downloading this episode. If you're on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play Music, or whatever podcasting library you're listening to this show on, please rate and review. Those reviews and ratings help us tremendously. We thank you. Hey, thank you, everybody. This is Elijah Bailey, uh, a.k.a. Elijah 5000, back at the end of the show with everything that you want and you need to know. And it's time to bring you Podcast and Cosplay of the Week, followed by Anime and Manga of the Month. Podcast of the Week is the Bodybuilding.com podcast, which you can find on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. We are Bodybuilding.com. We are your personal trainer, your nutrition, your supplement expert, your lifting partner, your support group. We provide everything you need to burn fat, build muscle, and become your best self. Your transformation is our passion, and we change lives. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. When you look at this podcast, if you're trying to get ready for the resolutions at the beginning of the year or summer, perfect place to go and find excellent workouts, certified trainers, everything that you need cosplay of the week is papa bear cosplay that's at p-a-p-a-b-e-a-r-c-o-s-p-l-a and he's done phenomenal cosplay such as hellboy beetlejuice the punisher doomfist and much much more you have to follow him on instagram hit that heart button to show him some love and let him know the elijah bailey show are the ones that sent you now anime of the month is overlord which just hit its second season which you can find on crunchyroll or funimation vrv anytime at the end of the show or when you're looking at show notes just click on those hyperlinks they'll take you directly where you need to go to find whatever it is that you need to find whether it's podcast of the week cosplay of the week or anime and manga of the month but overlord is an mmorpg video game based anime where a player is playing on the eve of the video game closing down it's shutting the doors the company is done he falls asleep wakes up and he is an actual character his character a giant skeleton and the overlord of this new world so follow him as he tries to take over everything and reign supreme manga of the month is case closed aka detective conan if you like mystery based manga mystery based anime this is one for you sanichi kudo who is a big fan of sir arthur conan doyle or the writer of the sherlock holmes book he is a 17 year old um, sleuth a mystery guy and he's a detective and he tries to figure out his own case one night he's hanging out with his friend they slip him a pill he turns into a child and now he has this child's body trying to find the evil mysterious organization that has done him wrong again thank you guys for joining us for episode 116 of the elijah bailey show i'm elijah 5000 and i'll catch your ass in the next podcast